0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Dan and today's game will be pitting the Warmer team of David and Josh versus the all Guest and returning player team of assistant coach Byron Grubman and head coach Phil Sanford. Phil and Byron, how are y'all doing today? I'll let you, uh, you know, say what you're doing and what your team name is going to be.
2: Doing pretty good. Just uh, today, and putting a date stamp on on our recording here is the first Sunday of the NFL season. So watched uh, watched some football. So fell asleep and watched the uh, Panthers make a comeback and lose on a last second uh, field goal by the Browns, but uh no, no, overall pretty, pretty good weekend for, uh, for me. All right. And Byron, how about yourself?
3: I'm doing great. I, uh, I flew into Pittsburgh earlier today. Um, very happy passengers on the plane as they got to see their um, Steelers win in overtime. Uh, but for me, it's week three of football back at uh, doing high school uh, middle school refing, getting back under the Friday night lights. And yeah, and that's why no beard, clean shaven for that reason.
1: All right. And uh, what do we have for your team name today?
3: So in honor of Phil and I being teamed up during the, uh, the lost David Lux episode uh, from about two months ago, we are back for the first time.
0: <laughs>
1: hey. Speaking of, of David Lux. Are we sure we're recording? We are recording. If Zoom is to be believed, we are recording. Okay. All right. Well, David and Josh, I'll uh, let you figure out who's going first
0: here and who has your team name and all of that. Uh, I'm doing well. It's uh, been a good weekend, uh, Minnesota football-wise. Um, the Gophers pretty put a licking on. Oh, I can't remember who they played. One of those teams that they're supposed to put a licking on. and West no southern illinois western western illinois western illinois uh, one of those directional illinois squads and then the vikings just before we started recording here uh, finished off a victory against the packers which is always good so yeah uh and other than that uh i tweaked my back yesterday while uh, putting together some patio furniture so that was fun Mm -hmm. turns out that One of the pieces, the holes weren't lined up where they were supposed to be. So while I was trying to get everything lined up and maybe getting a little angry and kicking at, you know, said piece of furniture, Um, I I might've uh, got a little zing down my lower back. So, you know,
4: it is what it is. Yikes. David, how about you? I'm good. It's always exciting right at the beginning of football season. And yes, as, as Byron alluded to it, the last time we had four of these five people on was when I forgot to hit record and Philip was halfway through a game and we haven't had him back since we've had, we, Byron came back for the, for the rain date makeup game, but, but Philip couldn't make it cause he was traveling. So yeah. So we had a couple of minutes to negotiate a team name here. And I started throwing out, trying to remember what Josh's where Josh's fandom lies. And then somewhere in here, he said he would, he put furnitures together. So In honor of friends we are going to be pivot 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 and dan's going to have to say it with with
1: proper swimmer accent (laughs) at some point you're going to hear me say pivot (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's why we should all right well uh let's let's kick it over to me for the rules and we'll get this game going (music) we'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the team's this will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And it's time for the coin flip. It's a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Since both of our guests are on a team today, it's really uh, no doubt who's actually getting the coin flip question today. So um, back together for the first time, here is your coin flip question. Which is further west, Rogers Arena in Vancouver or the Moda Center in Portland?
3: My instinct is to say Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, I'm th-
2: thinking about it because um, you look at the West Coast. I know that both are further west than Los Angeles. Los Angeles right. is pr- pretty fur- pretty inland. Um, but now it's a matter of, cause I know just from, cause I, when I was out in uh, Portland shortly after the uh, unrecorded episode, and I was traveling on the day that, that you did the re- re-recording, that, which is why I missed it. Uh, we flew into Portland, and then we stayed there for a few days, and then we took the the Cascade, I think it's called, uh, or Pacific Cascade, something like that, train from Oregon, from Portland to Eugene. I know it goes from, like, Vancouver straight south, so I I, I think they're pretty closely aligned. I know the Oregon coast kind of juts out a little bit, same with, like, the Washington coast with, like, Puget Sound, whereas I think Vancouver, like, the city, like, you have know, the island of Vancouver, but then the city is in- inland.
3: Yeah. When I'm, when I'm looking at the map in my head, I feel like after like Seattle's kind of the point out and then it kind of rounds back into the East Mm -hmm. that coastline does. I'd be fine with Portland.
2: Yeah. Let's go with the Moda center. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Checking in with the Moda center. Yes. So the um, Rogers center is located at minus 123 degrees and 0.06 minutes. And the Moda Center is at minus 122.67 minutes. So the Rogers Center is just a little bit further west.
0: So the uh, points will go to pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> okay, that might be the nerdiest coin flip we've ever had. Just want to point that out. Because you buy the, uh, I was trying to figure, I was like, which, which, which way is the negative going to be? Is that, uh, I had to wait for you to tell me which one was right, even after you gave the uh, longitude. Yeah, so everything
1: starts at the prime meridian and works backwards. So
3: Make sure, you know, pre-recorded, Dan, lets everybody know to like get their Google Maps out.
1: <laughs> and that would be a good idea. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> All right, so heading into the first quarter, we have a score of pivot with 10, and back for the first time, still not led on the board, with zero. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right. Question number one in pre and post game. This is the second largest city in Wales whose football club is dangerously close to sitting at the relegation zone in the championship league and was the franchise that entered into the American league play in 1969 along with the Kansas city Royals. All right, Dan, we're going to check in. All right, Pivot has checked in. So um, back for the first time, you can talk it out.
2: So we're comfortable with the first part, but the second part, we're, we're trying to figure out which franchise. Uh, so we have it down to Swansea and, and Swansea-Seattle, but is it going to be pilots or or uh, mariners in terms of who came in
3: 1969?
2: Right. And I, yeah i know pilots were for um we were talking about this but pilots were for one year before becoming the brewers and then the the mariners came shortly after that but my first instinct was pilots and and byron if you want to talk about your instinct at all because i think the the mariners may have been a 70s franchise
3: yeah i had just i didn't consider the pilots until when i panicked and typed it to you um but yeah, I, I feel like the the pilots definitely came first. That is what I would feel more comfortable going with.
2: Okay. So we'll, we'll go with um, Swan Seattle Pilots.
4: All right. And pivot. What did you say? Yeah. So we went back to front on this one Um, and similar, very similar logic. Seattle Pilots came in in 69. The Seattle Mariners came in with the Blue Jays in 77. The Pilots did become the Brewers, but yes. So I had Seattle pilots and then we had to find a whale city and so uh ruling out ruling out cardiff we went with the same thing swan seattle pilots both teams will be getting points on this one
1: correct answer is swan seattle pilots um Swansea fc was uh, last in the epl in 2017 2018 season they've been down ever since And the Seattle Pilots, like David said, would move um, one year after starting in Seattle to Milwaukee, where they became the Brewers. Very good. Let's move on to question number two. Along with an actor, a shooting guard, a defensive lineman, and a first baseman, this sportscaster was one of the hosts of the Best Damn Sports Show period and once saw a 1973 game between USC and the Ohio State University play to 106,269 people, the largest in its history.
2: Yeah, we're, we're ready to to check in.
1: Back for the first time it's checked in, so pivot,
0: pivot, pivot. You can talk it out. Josh, what's the second half describing to you?
4: A venue, a stadium. So i mean that leads me to believe it's the la coliseum is it that big uh, it's either that of the rose bowl that's what i'm trying to remember wait so i'm trying to remember the best damn sports show period maybe we should be going front to back like we're supposed to so tom arnold was the actor john sally was on that show i thought what was that guy's name chris chris rose oh chris rose chris rose bowl that would make sense that sounds viable
0: I was just thinking of Rose when when I you know and you said Chris so yeah Chris Rose is a,
4: is a sportscaster so then Chris Rose Bowl would make sense it's a lot easier to match to that than LA Coliseum Uh yeah <laughs> All right should we check that in? I think so. Okay. We'll check in with Chris Rose Bowl. All right. And back for the first
1: time. What did you say?
2: So so this, this one kind of came to me pretty quick just because the the venue with USC and Ohio State it would um it have, for me it just it was automatically Rose Bowl and then I I just know that Chris Rose was the the host on that uh, on the show and on Fox for for a long time I'm not sure what he's up to now but I know he was the the host and Rose up to uh, pun you know <laughs> pun, pun pun not intended but but Rose to prominence as the uh, as a host on the show.
1: Both teams will be getting their points on this one. Anybody know what who the other hosts to start? Um, the best damn sports show period were?
3: Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Cruck, uh,
1: John Cruck.
4: Um, That's why I'm confused. Wasn't John Sally on that show? Not to start.
3: Oh, I see. I don't know I... who the shooting guard or the defensive lineman were.
4: Defensive
1: lineman was uh, Deacon Jones. Oh, uh, okay. wow. really? And Reggie Theus.
3: Oh, huh. okay. So my, my high school baseball team got in, like, we went to a taping of it. And we hung out before the, the show with Rose, Cruck and, uh, and Arnold. They were all super nice.
1: All right. And this, uh, this USC team also was considered to be the greatest college football team of all time. Um, as a matter of fact, um, someone, I can't remember who said it, said no. They were not even the greatest team that year. The Miami Dolphins were much better.
3: <laughs>
1: so very good. Both, uh, both teams got that one. So let's move on to question number three. I am a super middleweight and light heavyweight fighter, finishing with a record of 24-0 and when I retired in 2007, which is five losses better than my father, and currently am home to an NFL franchise, an FBS team, an FBS championship game, and the East-West Shrine game.
4: Oh, (laughs) you got it, David? (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh, cute. I, I love Dan. I love Dan Lundberg. All right. We're going to check in.
1: Pivot has checked in. Um, So back for the first time, you can talk it out.
4: So
2: NFL, FBS and championship, you know, hard rock stadium in Miami came, came to mind. Um, That is, that's true because the University of Miami's still you know, plays there, and I know you, you mentioned New Orleans, but I think Tulane moved out of the Superdome. I don't think Tulane plays there anymore. All right, so if we stick with Hard Rock Stadium, anybody that that you can think of,
3: a s- son or daughter of of somebody who's well known, who had a twenty four and five record. Oh man.
2: I I have no nowhere to go with this. Whether it's boxing or UFC, I have nowhere to go with this. I, I can't.
3: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can think of, because there's no gender given, would be Layla Ali. But where does that fit in with with the stadium? Right. Is there a chance that it's a different stadium name? Like, have they has it has it changed from Hard Rock?
2: Um, only thing I think is maybe that the Minnesotas naming rights is Alliance. So maybe like Layla Alliance Field.
3: You know what? That's better than anything that I have that wouldn't even come close to connecting.
2: All right. We'll lock in with Layla Alliance Field. All right.
4: And pivot, 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 put them out of their misery. Oh man, this hurts because they were, if, if we're right, then they were so stinking close. We checked in with Layla Allegiance Stadium.
2: Oh, in Las Vegas. One team oh. is getting
4: their points. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys.
3: UNLV plays there?
1: UNLV plays there, Yeah, I
3: thought they played on campus.
1: And the pack, the, and the uh, Pac-12, championship, Pac-12 championship is there.
3: That's what threw me about the championship game. I thought it was, like, the playoff championship sites. They will host one eventually, but not yet. So I, was like, they, I was like, they don't host one of the the BCS polls. Like,
2: yeah, okay. Yep. So, um, correct
1: answer is Layla Allegiant stadium. Um, of all these wins, 21 of them came by knockout. Um, she didn't have as many wins as her father, but she was, um, unblemished unlike her father who had five. um, I just
3: knew, yeah, I knew he had in today's terms, a significant amount of losses for a prize fighter
1: Allegiant Stadium is the host of the 2024 Super Bowl. Well, I will be excited to watch neither the Minnesota Vikings nor the Los Angeles Raiders complete for a championship. Although after today, who knows? That was a nice... I'm not even saying it. I'm not even saying it.
3: (laughs) It's enough Vikings talk for now.
1: It's enough. That's right. (laughs) All right, let's move on to question number four in pre and post game. This player had quite the 2021 season by winning both the Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Year and the Pro Football Writers Offensive Rookie of the Year and is owned by the Maricopa County Stadium District and has been named after two different financial institutions since opening in 1998.
3: We'll check in.
0: Back for the first time has checked in. Um, so pivot, pivot, pivot. You can talk it out. So the first half is going to be Jamar Chase. So I'm guessing this would be
4: maybe Chase Field. Isn't that in uh, it's
0: in Arizona, isn't it?
4: Where the Diamondbacks play. That sounds like Maricopa County Stadium would make sense. I mean, in terms of Maricopa, it sounds like it should be in Arizona. I think, I mean, I, we, we heard a lot about
0: Maricopa County in the last election cycle. There was lots of uh, discussion.
4: Yeah, 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 you're right. So that is Arizona, so. So what I'm trying to remember though is it was called Bank One Ballpark, I think. I can't think of another financial institution, but I guess we hey, don't really. But they wants that. to know what the current its current name, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to validate. But who I, you're cares right. what the previous names were? <laughs> All right, Jamar Chasefield. I'm happy with that.
0: All right, we're gonna check in with Jamar Chasefield. All right,
4: and um,
0: back for the first time,
1: you got it right away. What did you say?
3: Yeah, we each had kind of you know either side of it. I had Chase Field immediately uh, knowing it was in uh, Maricopa County in Arizona and uh, Phil came through with Jamar Chase. So it all kind of came together like that. So yeah, we're going with Jamar Chase Field.
1: Both teams getting their points on this one. Correct answer is Jamar Chase Field. Uh, Chase was also... Uh, second t- second team All Pro, along with setting rookie records for receiving yards in a game, receiving yards in a season, and receiving yards in a postseason. And Chase Field was formerly known, like David said, as Bank One Ballpark, and is home to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which is not to be confused by Guaranteed Rate Field, which would be an absolute hellish venue for a bowl game. <laughs> so after the first quarter. We have a score of Pivot, Pivot with 110 and back for the first time is at 75. And today's second quarter will be Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. For this quarter, there will be four questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question, or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accumulated in the quarter. All right, for this let it ride or throw in the towel, I would like you the, to name the franchise who all played for these three Hall of Famers. So I'm going to give you. That didn't work. I, mean, what
2: are, I was going no, yeah, yeah. Like to uh, say. <laughs> I'd like you to name oh, the. Unless you talk about Steve Francis, I'd like
1: you to name the franchise for three Hall of Play, Hall of Famers that played at that franchise. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with number one, Adrian Dantley, Pete Maravich, Carl Malone. Check it in. All right. Back for the first time is checked in and pivot, pivot, pivot. Talk it out.
4: Yeah, not much to talk about here. Carl Malone only played for the Jazz and the Lakers and Maravich played for Hawks and the Jazz. And Adrian Dantley, I only remember on the Jazz. Um, But anyway, yeah, it's Utah Jazz. We'll check it in. Back for the first time.
2: Yeah, we, we all said the Jazz. Danley also Pistons, I
4: believe. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. See, that's not that hard.
1: <laughs> Both teams getting their points on that one. It was the Utah Jazz. So I have to ask, we um, ask the um, team that's in the lead right now, are you going for it or are you going to throw in the towel? I
0: assume we're going to let it ride.
1: All right. And um, back for the first time, are you going to let it ride or throw in the towel?
3: We'll let it ride. Okay.
1: Question number two. Nolan Ryan, Ferguson Jenkins, Gaylord Perry. All right, we'll check in. Pivette has checked in. Um, back for the first time. You can talk it out.
2: So I, I mean one thing with all three of these guys is that they all played for a lot of lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just know kind of starting with our um I before we get get to the answer that I think we're gonna go with, but I know with with um Noel Ryan, we both came up with the same <laughs> both came up with the same 4 looks like it's about the same time of Mets, Rangers, uh Angels, and Astros. Um, and I'll let Byron talk through since he did a lot of our talking through on, on chat.
3: Um, yeah. We kind of sorted out our uh we sorted out the team choices based on where Nolan Ryan played, mm-hmm. um, you know, angels, Astros, Rangers, and Mets. Um, my first choice was the Astros. Cause I had a feeling Gaylord Perry played for them, but, and you may be able to help with this, Phil did. I know. So when I was in uh, the, whatever, the Globe Life ballpark last season, there were a bunch of numbers and my buddy was taking me through who they all were on. Fairly certain Gaylord Perry's number was either retired or he had something to do with the Rangers, Um, and I'm fairly certain Fergie Jenkins pitched for the Rangers as well. Okay, Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good with that. that. Yeah, um, um, the Astros still sounds right, but I don't. There's nothing behind it really for me for the Astros in terms of Gaylord Perry. I know him as a Giant, but right.
2: And I think he was in Seattle for a little bit, too. Um, I'm good with Rangers if you want to do that. Yeah, I, can put, I can put
3: two pitchers there for sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with the Rangers.
0: Okay. And Pivot, what did you say? I don't think either of the other two pitchers <clears throat> played for the Astros at all. So, um, But I was pretty quick to throw Rangers question mark um, to David because that was the first one that popped in my head when I thought about the four franchises for uh, Ryan and uh, didn't take David long to um, go through his process of thinking of the, the other two. And he agreed that Texas Rangers um, would be the answer. So that's what we checked in
4: with. And I, I just want to put in that thinking about where Gaylord Perry played doesn't really narrow anything down because he played for right. about 27. <laughs> no, teams. it did not. Yeah. It does
1: not. Yeah. Um, both teams getting their, points on this one the correct answer is the texas rangers um, this combination of players ryan jenkins and perry combined for one total world series title which is one more than does the entire
4: texas rangers organization oof
0: so, so welcome, i love Walling. you Walling.
4: Wait, and that was <laughs> nolan ryan with the 69 mets and he didn't yep. really have a he wasn't even a starter then so right yeah Hey, a World Series is a World Series. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Even <laughs> you <know> <laughs> if, if
0: you don't play and you're just on the 25-man roster, you get a ring. Yeah.
1: I I wrote – I actually went in and wrote um, questions – not questions. I actually went in and, and wrote a uh, flavor text, and I messed up and didn't read the last one. So I'm actually going to read the last one because I put it in there, okay? Nice. This is about the Utah Jazz, and I said – Soon, it was commonplace for entire teams to change cities in search of greater profits. The Minneapolis Lakers moved to Los Angeles, where there are no lakes. The Oilers moved to Tennessee, where there is no oil. And the Jazz moved to Salt Lake City, where they don't allow music.
3: Name the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Baseball. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) I love that movie. I actually do, but there is no
1: business in that being in the championship of our movie bracket no it's business so at all. Hey, Hey, I should have been here for it. I know,
0: but that's your fault. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure you would have had enough voting power to. Uh... I don't think I would have either, but
4: <laughs> in their defense, at least the Oilers were smart enough to change their name though. When that's they true. Moved. So
0: not right away. They didn't. No, no. True. True. They were the Tennessee Oilers for a year. That's
1: yeah. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask again, our uh, pivot, pivot, pivot. Are you going to uh, let it ride or throw in the towel? Let it ride. All right. And um, back together for the first time or back for the first time? How about yourself?
2: Uh, Let it ride. All right. We we, we kind of have to at this point.
1: (laughs) All right. Question number three. Warren Moon,
4: Jan Stenerud, Mike Webster. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. So that that matches the Venn diagram that I put together. So, Cool. I'd like to see this Venn diagram. <laughs> well, I mean, how else would you do these, right? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: so, yeah, you good with that, Josh? Well, since
0: the first thing you said and then what I said. Yep. It, I, yeah. Okay. We will check in. All right. Pivot, pivot, pivot is checked in.
1: So, again, back for the first time. You can talk it out.
2: So we, we kind of came at it from the from War Moon, um, and Byron said right away Oilers, Vikings, Seahawks. But I I seem to remember I may have missed
3: the Seahawks one. I knew he went to a West team, but I think you're okay. right. So yeah,
2: I I seem to remember, and it's just one of those things like always in the NFL, you have like these little one offs for for um, quarterbacks playing like a season somewhere. I think War Moon played one season that, with the Chiefs. And I think Jan Stenrood played a long time for the Chiefs, and Mike Webster, I'm not sure, um, but two to three in the, uh, with the Chiefs. I'm I'm comfortable. Byron, are you comfortable? Just
3: checking yeah. that in. Yeah, much more comfortable than the other two. <laughs> okay, so we'll check
2: in with the uh, with the Chiefs.
4: Okay, and pivot, pivot, pivot. So Josh came immediately with Jan Stenrood, was Chiefs, Vikings, and Packers and I said I only remember Mike Webster with the Steel Curtain Steelers forever and then finishing his career with the Chiefs and so and Warren Moon was with the Chiefs either at the tail end or next to the t- like maybe either his last team or his next to last team so we checked him with the Chiefs
1: once again both teams are getting their points I couldn't um get the Vikings past you on that one I really uh I really tried on that one but um yeah, Moon and had both played for the Vikings, and I only wish that Mike Webster would have played there. That would have uh, solidified that line pretty well. But uh, but they yes, they all played for the Chiefs. Very good. Which just leaves me to ask the question again. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Let it ride or throw in the towel.
4: Josh, are you prepared if he asks a footy question, about footy Hall of famers?
3: <laughs> <laughs> do they even have a Hall of Fame? Uh, they probably oh, that's a good question, do,
1: but... But uh, they've, they've been playing for like 130 years. So, uh,
4: um, I mean, it's either going to be that or it's going to be hockey <laughs> or it's yeah. going to be Premier League or something like that. Right. So, um, I mean, we sort of have to let it go, right? I, it?
0: I mean, I, I think so, don't we?
4: Yeah, I think we do. All right. We'll let it ride. All right. And
1: um, back for the first time. Let it ride. Throw in the towel.
2: Uh, we're going to let it right.
1: All right. I like it. Question number four Doug Gilmore, Paul Coffee, Bobby Orr. And somewhere Eric Eat is just yelling at us.
0: Why is he yelling at us? Because no, we're I'm not checked in, in yet? Yeah. Because you're just, not checked in yet. Well, well I, that's, he's the only up, one who'd really. be checked in that fast. <laughs> <clears throat> he probably wouldn't think this is a fourth question on a letter writer throw on the towel and it wouldn't be if eric was playing <laughs> um
3: yeah we'll check that in
1: back for the first time is checked in so pivot 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 you can talk it out
0: uh well so, we've got
4: it down to two squads right right so bobby R was only the bruins and the blackhawks for sure okay and josh said that Paul Coffey played for both of those two teams. Yeah, I think he finished up his career with the Bruins. He played for like, he, he he's, played- he, he's like <laughs> gay, he's like Gaylord Perry. So he's probably, he's probably not going to help us. So the question is, do you have any
0: idea if which of those teams Doug Gilmore played for?
4: I, I am 90% sure that Doug Gilmore played for the Blackhawks and that he did not play for the Bruins.
0: I like your 90% then.
4: All right. Go with it. We'll check in with the Blackhawks. Is that one word or two Blackhawks? Um, We'll check in with the Blackhawks.
1: All right. And um, back for the first time, what did you say?
3: Yeah, it was pretty similar discussion. Uh, I was asking, you know, at first trying to pick up where or finish his career. And it was Chicago. Um, And Phil came in and said that he played with uh, a bunch of Canadian teams and the Blackhawks and the Blues and that kind of sealed it for us. So we
1: will with the Blackhawks. Once again, both teams will be receiving their points. Correct answer is the Chicago Blackhawks. And yes, you're right. It was, it was, um, I, I did those on purpose to put those two together, to put the Bruins and the Blackhawks together and try to figure out, had you all try to figure out where uh, Doug Gilmore played, but. Um,
2: yeah. It, it, back in my, when I was a child and collecting sports cards of all different sports and brands and stuff i remember i remember doug gilmore because i remember he was talked about a lot because he played a lot but then also you'd have like each year like a different he'd be on a different team on, on the cards that you look at so i knew he was he played for a, a lot
1: so i don't have much to say in terms of flavor text um except to say that um i still hate the blackhawks almost as much as i hate the dallas stars
0: <laughs> but not
1: quite
3: uh, so not so quite Dan. I'm considering a purchase because the uh, the Dallas Stars AHL team plays right up the road from where I live. It's like ten minutes away, and I just became like a partial season ticket holder. And I have my like my letter Kenny um, hockey sweater that I wear to games, you know, with Shoresy on the back. But I've been considering buying a a Minnesota North Stars Mike Madano, number nine.
1: That's okay. <laughs> That that's okay. We uh, I'll give you that. Yes, absolutely. absolutely.
4: Yeah, I have A couple in the rotation.
3: If I'm going to be going that often.
4: Yeah. Am I wrong that there was a time the Chicago Blackhawks spelled their name with two words instead of? I think water? they did. I'm yeah. I'm
1: almost positive that yeah. they did.
3: But it, okay. maybe. I mean, I know that they're like they slangly go by the Hawks. But. Right. All right. Well. I don't know if that's a product of one
1: or the other. After the second quarter, we have a score of pivot 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 is at 310, and back for the first time, 275. We've got a good game going, and that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. All right, for halftime, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name a unique concession item and you need to tell me which ballpark they can you can find it at. And these are MLB ballparks. I'm not going to sneak any MiLB in there on you, okay? This
4: is come on, ball- on. Come on, Fenway <laughs> Franks. Come on, Fenway Franks. So, <laughs> so, that, that, Dodger dogs. Come on. Am I the of what
3: I've been watching? So. <laughs> That's right. So we need to
1: know <laughs> the stadium name. I need the stadium name. Okay. All right. Question number one in halftime Skyline Chili Cheese Coney. We
3: can check that in.
1: All right. Um, back for the first time has checked in and
0: pivot, pivot, pivot. You can talk it out. Got to be the Cincinnati Reds.
4: Because Cincinnati is where Skyline Chili is is big. big deal. <clears throat> oh, I don't think we're going to get credit for Riverfront Stadium either. Um, it's um, it's Great American Ballpark. If you're sure it's Cincinnati, it's Great American Ballpark. Uh,
0: I can't imagine Skyline Chili would yeah, be would anywhere make
4: it, else. That wouldn't make any sense. All right, we will check in with Great American
3: Ballpark.
1: All right, and uh, back for the first time. What did you say?
3: Yeah, we're pretty certain it's the Great American Ballpark.
1: Both teams are receiving their points. Correct answer is the Great American Ballpark. This is uh, this dog looks pretty good. It's the Skyline's classic cheese cone. Has a specially uh, made hot dog in a steamed bun with mustard, covered with Skyline chili, diced onions, and a mound of shredded cheese. I don't know how you quantify a mound, but I'm in for it. It probably cost uh, $27.
3: Are spaghetti noodles anywhere in there or
1: no? No, there's no spaghetti noodles on there,
0: but I, I mean,
1: tell you what, what are
3: we even doing then?
1: I mean, I, you're
0: <laughs> right. It doesn't seem right that you have Skyline Chili without spaghetti noodles, but...
1: I am fully behind the idea of Skyline Chili. Love Skyline Chili. Uh, I'm right
0: there with you, Dan. It's like this one of my favorite is- chilies out there it's 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 really good well,
2: well yeah i've mean, nice. grown up at, yeah growing up in ohio like the like like the chili mac which is a spaghetti with the with all the chili sauce and beans and cheese and all that like you can get good chili mac a bunch of places skyline it it just doesn't it's it makes me sick to my stomach it's oh like, it, but but the uh oh, well. but, but like i've had it i've had like the same thing at other restaurants and really good at other restaurants just
0: not skyline i'll pass the skyline yeah.
3: That's right, I'll take it. I'll take I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna send you northerners like easy chili recipes to make that's <laughs> better than the canned stuff.
1: Oh no, no, I oh, I oh. I really, really enjoy a, a good Texas chili, but I mean skyline chili is just a completely different animal than that. It's it has it has spices in it that aren't like found like, in nature? No, 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 there no the, the, there there's things like uh oh this is about to get the <laughs> and <laughs> and mace and there, there's it has that tang to it i just I, I i really really like it but i don't consider it in even the same ballpark
4: as like a texas chili no no they're just two separate they, things they call it chili yeah.
0: they call it skyline
4: What's, chili i'm not even sure it's really too. chili is this discussion about all the spices part of your flavor text um <laughs> no no i already gave you my flavor text oh, Okay, so I, we're just a little, gonna move a on dad joke for you go ahead sorry all right <laughs>
1: <sighs> question number two waffle house
2: hash browns yeah yeah okay so now
4: <laughs> yeah <We'll> do... <sighs> oh god wait i just drove by it like a month ago oh why am i saying this out loud i'm such an idiot sorry
2: even before david said that um we're, we're ready to, to check in
3: <laughs> okay. good
2: good all right. Um,
1: back for the first time is checked in. So pivot, 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 talk it out.
4: So we got as far as thinking Southern. We both sort of exchanged messages, thinking yeah. it's Atlanta and it's what not Fulton. It's not Fulton County Stadium. It's not Turner Field. No, it's the one that it's they just built, what, a handful a, of years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, is it a bank? Is it SunTrust? That's a Southern bank. Is it SunTrust Park? I don't
0: know. Oh. Uh-oh. And, you know, uh, I don't know. These, these parks change names like every three uh, or four years because right. they don't have real long-term contracts, apparently, with their sponsors. So I, I, I have no idea. SunTrust?
4: Sure. That wait, sounds wait, like wait, a wait, bank. Wait, no, hang on a second. Wait a minute. No, but wait a minute. Get, get out now. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's not... I gotta see how he does this. I gotta, I gotta see how he sneaks in. It's the one that just took over. No, they took over the Broadway. This is so ridiculous. They took over the Broadway series here. They took over the Broadway series here too. It was, um, it's truest. It's truest Park. That's what it's called. And I did not take off my headphones. <laughs> he was it's,
0: he was peeking in the windows though. It, it's truest. <laughs> it's
4: it's now truest Park.
0: Okay. All right. I trust you.
1: Okay, we'll check that. You're in. Check that in. All right. Um, back for the first time. What did you say?
2: Yeah, I, I was hoping David would not get there. It's it's a it's it started out as SunTrust, but then uh, BB&T and SunTrust merged and formed a new bank based in uh based just a couple of miles from where I'm sitting right now in Charlotte. Uh, it is Truist Park, which is also the name of the baseball stadium in Charlotte, which used to be BB&T Ballpark, uh... but now it's also Truist so yeah truest park in atlanta
1: yeah so when i uh, i drove by there and saw that it was called truest park i said wait a minute that's that's where the knights play that's that's mm-hmm. not where the braves play and sure enough i looked it up and it was so uh um it, it has come out recently on the um throwback trivia takedown that i have never actually eaten in a waffle house before so I don't actually know which way is the best way to take them: smothered, mm. covered, chunked, diced, peppered, capped, topped, or country. I'm assuming country because it looks really good. But uh, you
3: live in North Carolina, right?
1: I, I and have not been there, so
3: it, 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 but, but, but but
2: Byron, not just North Carolina, but rural North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah,
3: my treat when I my old job when I used to travel through East Texas, that was like it was a special treat for me because in Austin we have one and it's down by the airport. It's like an hour from my house, but in East Texas, I mean, they're all over the place. Like I would eat breakfast and lunch there every day that I'd be out on the road. (laughs) Oh, so good. Been there once
1: I I lived in an area that didn't have them and got
0: here and just never really, really got to them. So I mean, I mean, I I get why they're popular at two a.m. I get that. So, um, for for, for a regular meal, breakfast. I'm I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's necessarily all it's cracked. This up. is a hill I'm
3: willing to die on. Like I, <laughs> I'm here what? for the Waffle Houses.
0: What is this? Where they're just putting a piece
1: of American cheese on top of their uh, their hash browns? Just
3: I one mean, piece. That's how you take it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't personally get the whatever's covered. <laughs> With cheese but uh, capped is sometimes nice with some mushrooms diced with some onions um, I typically get mine regular but yeah I mean you get like, a good like 1200 calorie breakfast for like $11 <laughs> and it's very oh. tasty I
4: like Waffle House, a hill I'm willing to die on as a title so far, I'm just going to throw that
0: out <laughs> <laughs> I mean nearby. I'm not saying it's
4: bad I'm just saying it's it
0: it wasn't, it didn't. Uh, it's a
3: destination.
0: You can, you can list this. It's not a exist. destination. They're you can, a
3: destination.
4: <laughs> I can, you can spit on one from here. What are you <laughs> talking about?
3: I, you can put this on
4: list of topics that I'm completely well, different. You're taking about, it for granted.
3: So. Then, yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, I,
0: it is a destination for me because I'd have to drive a few states away, but it's it's not worth that.
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to question number three in halftime. Question number three is... Loaded Grecian
4: fries. Is this a deconstructed hero by chance? <laughs> Essentially, it's a deconstructed hero. Okay, just just curious. Just in case. Toppings comes...
1: include uh, hero <laughs> meat. Uh, okay. Tiki, <laughs> feta, I'm just, I'm just cucumber, throwing that out there. I, I feel tomato feel like and olives.
4: And I mean this quite literally. I feel like this is repeating on me. Um, <laughs> uh, All right,
2: Dan, we're, we're, we're going to lock in, Dan. Check, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I slipped. We are going to check in.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so, back for the first time has either locked or checked in, depending on the parlance. Um, pivot. Pivot. Checked. Pivot. You can talk it out.
4: So, I'm assuming the only thing we would have to latch onto is some place with a Greek population. Places that I might think have a Greek population would be some place like Chicago or Detroit.
0: Oh, yeah, Detroit. Actually, they call part of their downtown yeah greek town
4: yeah i've I've
0: been i've been there
4: same thing as chicago though there's a greek town in chicago that's why that's what made me think of it the only reason why i would go detroit over chicago is that i would have to arbitrarily decide between whatever they call comiskey now and wrigley field i totally agree so
0: i say we go with uh, the detroit so that uh, would be Comerica
4: Comerica park yep Comerica park we'll check that in all right and uh back for
1: the first time what did you say
2: so 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 josh took my thunder with the greek town neighboring comerica park the uh and also on top of that you you also have greek owners with the ilches uh uh, from from, uh a little caesar's fame so uh, uh we went with comerica park as well
1: once again both teams will be receiving their points um I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, those Grecian fries are essentially a deconstructed gyro. Um, the <laughs> toppings would include hero meat,
3: tzatziki,
1: feta, <laughs> cucumber, tomato, and
4: olives. <laughs> I have a weird
0: sense of deja vu. Yes. I
3: can, yeah, my, I
4: I can't get that my, kind of that kind of information out of my copy buffer. I don't know about you, but
3: my initial guess was uh, whatever stadium the Milwaukee Bucks play in. Well, they got the Greek free. Maybe they maybe they're branding it. <laughs> Maybe they're branding their food with him, but yeah, he sold me on the Greek town.
1: So after halftime, we have a score of pivot, pivot, pivot is at 385 and back for the first time it's at 350 still close game. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions. One easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. In today's David versus Goliath, I would like you to name the city in which these universities
0: are located. The look on Josh's face right now is just priceless. <laughs> I got David on my team. What do I, he's, he knows them all. He knows all of them. All right. Question number
1: one, David, the Ohio State University. <laughs> I, I don't recognize that first word.
3: <laughs>
1: Question number one, Goliath. Miami University of Ohio. We are checked in. Back for the first time has checked in. So pivot, pivot,
4: pivot. You can talk it out. I'm pretty sure this is Oxford, Ohio. You have a thought about that? Sounds good to me. Home of Ben Roethlisberger, President Benjamin Harrison. Well, I'm just trying to think. All easier yeah. Okay. Uh, you want is that all right with you, Oxford? I'm fine with that. Okay. We'll check in with Oxford.
1: All right, and uh, back for the first time. What did you say?
4: I
2: know all my Mid American Conference cities very, very well. Uh, this is indeed Oxford.
1: Both teams will be receiving their points. Correct answer is Oxford, Ohio. For that end, of course, the Ohio State University is in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we've Ohio already Ohio talked State about.
0: University is in Columbus.
3: <laughs> I feel like you owe the university like three dollars for using their trademark, Dan.
1: Yeah, I know, right? They, if, if, you know, if they want to collect money on their trademark, then no one's going to call it that anymore, which, <laughs> hey, guess what? They can't collect
0: any money from me. <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on to question number two in David versus Goliath. David, University of Kentucky. Goliath, Western Kentucky University. Uh, we are going
2: to check in. Damn it.
1: (laughs) Back for the first time has checked in and uh, has set David into a rage.
3: Uh, So
0: pivot, pivot,
4: pivot. You can talk it out. So UK is obviously in Lexington, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Western Kentucky. Do you have any thoughts about this? He says stalling. You're asking me well if you want to if
0: you want to pitch in funny enough
4: i actually do know the
0: answer (laughs) um trying to think of you know
4: cities in western kentucky oh it's in bowling green it's in bowling green kentucky i'm pretty sure yeah we'll check that in it's in bowling green kentucky all right and uh back for the first time
1: what did you say
2: Uh, So, yeah, and and again, this is another city that shares its name with the Mid-American Conference City, but in a different state, uh, Bowling Green.
1: Both teams will be receiving their points. Correct answer was Bowling Green, Kentucky for Western Kentucky. And yes, um, University of Kentucky is in Lexington, Kentucky. So it wasn't Paducah? (laughs) It's not Paducah.
0: Yeah, which to, is in western kentucky i know i know that but, i didn't say said, it because i was certain that wasn't the right answer so i didn't
3: want to put it out there when you said bowling green i was i had to pause for a second because i know bowling green university isn't in kentucky it's in bowling green ohio so was like right okay that's the one that always fools me i was like okay fine if it like <laughs> if it's western kentucky it is a city in western kentucky let's go with it
1: bowling green uh um, Ohio puts their uh, their football stadium like right there on the freeway.
2: Yep, it's right next <laughs> nice. to I seventy five, and that and that's that stadium is a wind tunnel. It is. Awful. I bet when, when and because what? Well, there so between like Toledo and Dayton, there are no tall buildings. It's just all farmland, and You're I, 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 and so it's just <laughs> so you have no tall buildings, just and then wide open farmland along I seventy five and. It's just, it, it, and you're sitting there in November and it is just brutal. It's just awful, awful at, uh, at the, at, at the Doy Perry stadium in Bowling green, Ohio.
1: This has been your uh, Mac sure. minute with the, uh, yes. with Phil.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, let's move on to question number three in David versus Goliath. David, university of Virginia, Goliath, George Mason, university. <laughs>
2: All right, we we are going to check in.
1: Back for the first time is check in, so pivot pivot pivot, talk it out.
4: So obviously David is Charlottesville, we know that. Goliath, George. Yeah, Mason, yeah, we know that. Yep. Um Wait, Goliath is George Mason. Wait, I get some of these confused. George Mason is the one in Fairfax. It's in Fairfax. Check that in, and back for the first time. What did you say?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sick of David acting like he uh, like he doesn't know that. That just kind of is, <laughs> yells it out. But uh, yeah, we also went with uh, Fairfax,
1: and once again, both teams will be receiving their points. Correct answer is Fairfax, Virginia, and yes, um, University of Virginia is in Charlottesville.
2: I was ready for. Well, is, do we still have one more question? Or?
1: No, there's only three in, in this one. Okay. So.
2: Yeah. I was ready for when you said Charlesville, I was thinking, like, okay, in that region, I was ready for a Liberty or James Madison uh, down there, which is for future. You know, I was hoping for VCU. Yeah. V, yeah.
1: The, the, those cities are just too big, you know, for.
2: Well, I don't, I don't know, about Harrisonburg it's not not too big. Well, yeah. no, yeah, you're, you're right. VMI.
3: But Lynchburg. VMI Lynchburg was the days. other one.
0: Yeah.
3: BMI in Lexington, VA. You could have tied it in with I could the, have, yeah. through the UK. True. True. Yeah.
1: All right. So after the third quarter, uh, we have a score of pivot, pivot, pivot has a score of 535. And back for the first time, right behind them at 500. And this brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up, this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So in case you hadn't noticed, um, a lot of uh, questions, most of the questions here were either um, having something to do with um, stadiums or locations. And um from the very beginning of the show, we started off way on the West Coast. And we, uh, we actually went our way from West to East. Um, oh, never doubled back the entire way. So we started way over in Vancouver and we ended over in Fairfax, Virginia. And we never did double back on our way across the, across the country. Um, that's not going to happen in um, the fourth quarter. So the fourth gonna- quarter... You are going to have these categories. Question one. Locker room. With reference to college football. Number two. Entrances. Also with reference to college football. Three. Scoreboard. Which is in reference to scoreboards. (laughs) And question four dimensions within with reference to Major League Baseball. It's now time for teams to place their wagers. Now that the wages are in, on to the questions. So question number one in the category of locker room. The locker room at Kinnick Stadium has come under fire recently. What feature of the visitors' locker room has begun to draw the ire of many activists on campus and beyond.
2: Uh, yeah, we're ready to check in.
1: Back for the first time is checked in. So pivot, pivot, pivot. You can talk it out.
4: I feel like I've heard something about this recently. I or think not recent color. Yeah. So what would upset activists when he specifically says activists that it's pink? Something that would because of the LGBTQ community you're thinking. I'm not necessarily sure if it's that or if it's just you know like, like a weird gender identity thing. Yeah, that, that they're,
0: like, oh, they're, trying emascul- they're trying to emasculate. They're trying to emasculate. Okay, visitors. well, if that's what
4: it is. That's like I have no sympathy for them if they if they think it's offensive because because it's not sensitive to a community then I'm way more sensitive. Or a,
0: I don't know for sure, but I I don't know that what what why the who's
4: upset what activists are upset. But sure, he didn't he specifically didn't say that, but the fact that he said activists pink pink would be logical for upsetting somebody for something. Mm-hmm. Should we go with that?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. We'll check in with um, blah, blah, blah. Let's wait. Hang on. We will check in with the feature is that it's painted pink for a hundred points. All right. And uh, back for the first time, what did you say?
3: Yeah. I had heard something about the color of it. And then when, you know, when I looked up past the uh, <laughs> direct message that Dan sent me with the question, uh, I saw it. Phil's response that it was, it's pink. Um, so yeah, we're going to go with that. It's painted pink for 100 points.
1: Both teams will be receiving their, um, their points there. Um, yes, the locker room is completely pink. I mean, down to everything like the, the benches, the lockers, the urinals, everything <laughs> is completely pink and David you nailed it. That's the reason why people are upset is because it's, Uh, it's because they're poking fun at at another team for not being manly, and take that as you will. I find that strange, but okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay. All right, question number two in entrances. In 1967, Coach Frank Howard barked out to his players, if you're not going to give 110%, then keep your filthy hands off my rock the coach was referring to a rock that had been given to him by a fan who had been visiting from California. This rock is now part of the team's stadium entrance of which power five conference school check in really quickly uh, back for the first time has checked in. So pivot, 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 talk it out.
4: So Josh, the only school that I know of, or they can think of, especially a power five school where there's a rock and they all touch the rock on the way in for luck. It's like, it's like the equivalent of the Notre Dame touchdown. Jesus thing is um, at Clemson. Okay. I don't specifically remember the coach's name, but I feel like it's called Howard's rock. I feel like I've heard that before.
0: So if you think you've heard it called Howard's rock and it's, it's at Clemson.
4: Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, do you know if Frank Howard was a coach at Clemson nah, name doesn't ring a bell. The only Frank Howard I know was the big first baseman for the Washington senators. Um but it's got to be. It's got to be. It's Clemson.
0: Sounds good to me for yep. 100 for one hundred points. We're going to yep. check
1: that in. Yep. And uh, back for the first time. What did you say?
3: Yeah, when I yeah. heard Howard and a rock, I knew it was Howard's rock at Clemson. Yeah, we for one hundred uh,
2: One hundred points. Both teams
1: are receiving their points again. Um, yeah. So the um, the the fan that brought this to Howard. Uh, gave it to him from the um, from Death Valley in California, which is where the name of the stadium has come from now. And um, it was just sitting in his office for a long time. It had just been sitting there hold, holding a door open. And when he cleaned out his office, he told one of the boosters, just get rid of this for me. Just throw it out in the field or something. And he said, no, we can't do that. So they put it up on a pedestal. Um, right at the hill where Clemson goes uh, runs down to the field. And uh, the rest has been history after uh, Frank Howard told his players, you're not going to give 110%. You're not touching the rock. And there you go. That's uh, that's
0: Clemson's entrance. So technically, nobody gets to touch the rock because it's impossible to give more than 100%. <laughs> I was going
3: to say, football men are so weird. Like, just football traditions in general are just the weirdest shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because baseball doesn't have any weird traditions. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, just,
3: no, I'm just saying, like being immersed in it, you know, being on the sidelines every week. Like you get the the high schools that have like that guy carrying around like the whatever the JV kid that's carrying around the sledgehammer or the lunch pail or whatever, like football men are just a, another breed.
1: All right, moving on to question number three in scoreboard. The largest video scoreboard in the world is a 360-foot 4K monstrosity that features 70,000 square feet of LED lighting. Which stadium owns this scoreboard? All right, we're going to check in. Pivot, Pivot, Pivot has checked in, so um, back for the first time. Talk it out.
3: (laughs) I thought I had it. Philip proposed a a counter that seems reasonable. Uh, My initial guess is um, ut at uh DKR Memorial Stadium. They got notoriety for having like the biggest jumbotron um whatever in the sports world. But Philip. Yeah,
2: I I I think it's I think it's uh SoFi Stadium. I think I've, I seem to remember talks about this with the Super Bowl, that it's it is the biggest um is the biggest scoreboard. I know that. Yeah, I know that um, Dallas has a large scoreboard. I know Charlotte uh, Motor Speedway has a large <laughs> has a large scoreboard, but uh, I, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's so far. I, I I I seem to remember that from the Super Bowl. Um,
3: yeah. When, so when you when you mentioned it, I I remember that one wraps around the entire stadium, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I. Yeah, that. I feel like is where it gets a lot of the square footage from is that it goes around the entire length of the football field.
2: So are you good with, with that then?
3: Yeah, we can go with that one.
2: Okay. We're going to check in with uh SoFi stadium and uh, 100 points.
4: Okay. And pivot, pivot, pivot. What do you have? Yeah, we were on this one pretty quickly too. It's a brand new stadium. So it makes sense that it would have a, uh, you know, like state of the art, Giant score uh scoreboard. And we checked in with SoFi as well for hundred points. Once again, both teams are receiving their
1: points. Um, yes, I mean the 360 or the sorry, the three hundred yeah, three hundred and sixty foot tells you uh everything you need to know. It's it's as long as the as the football field is and more. Mm-hmm. Um and it's double-sided. And um I, I mean I remember seeing it during the Super Bowl and and thinking, wow, that thing is huge.
4: So if it's double sided, then it can't be the thing that wraps around the stadium. I assume that would be kind of weird. You I can, can say- kind of no. You can see it from it's. It's basically so you can see it at any angle. It encompasses uh, the right.
3: entire field to where any right. like oh, seat see. position can see the. You either right. see
0: the inside across the way or the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow!
1: All right, so we're going into the final question, question number four in dimensions. This MLB field has a 315-foot left field porch to a 404-foot power alley in left center with only a 406-foot fence dead center because it was moved in 30 feet for a restaurant, a standing room only area, and for other reasons. The dimensions of this park are strange to say the least.
3: Okay, we can check in.
1: All right, for the last time, uh, back for the first time has checked in. So um, pivot, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Talk it out.
4: Okay, so I was trying to remember all the parks I know that have really short left field porches. Fenway is not exactly that. It's not a porch. Um, the one that yeah. came, so jo- Josh and I were going back and forth about what some of the clues in the question meant, like what the other reasons are and the the fact that dimensions in the park are strange and I can't get away with, I can't get away from minute made park in Houston thinking that maybe the other reasons or the strangeness is something about the center field was moved in to give somebody a better view so they could signal the guy pounding the drum, but that was just, you mean the trash can, the trash can. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Pounding
1: the drum is what we do at uh, U.S. bank stadium. (laughs) Actually, also, also at, uh, at Charlotte Stadium, they <laughs> pound the drum there too. Right.
4: I'm trying target. to think
0: of who would have necessarily looked to put a restaurant in center field like that. They because they moved it 30 feet for a restaurant in standing standing room area. Huh? Oh, and other reasons. Well, what else would you put in center field?
4: Uh, good point. Is there a specific restaurant that would? That that that's a reference to, you think?
0: I don't know. And maybe those, maybe we're keying in on things that really aren't a thing to key in on.
4: Yeah, but the other reasons, the fact that he put that in quotes, I mean, I, again, maybe I'm maybe you're right. Maybe we're reading into it, but to me, I read other reasons as something nefarious is going on. Like when Sky Dome was first built, I remember there was a hotel and there were people doing things they shouldn't be doing in front of open windows while the games were going on. I don't have anything except Minute Maid Park. I'm trying to think of who else is has got the short porches. I mean, San Francisco's is pretty short, I feel like, um, but I can't... I've been at that ballpark a lot over the years and I can't think of... Do you have anything else? I mean, the tro- Tropicana... Uh, um, what's it called? Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay has a really short left field too. But I don't mean know. The other thing about the center field that
0: Minute Maid Park had, they had a hill when it was first. They had a hill. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be the other reasons, was getting rid of the hill and... Or if they just got rid of the, I know they don't have the
4: hill anymore. That's right. Oh, if they don't have the, oh, that's right. So they, so, so, um, moving, because obviously moving it in 25 feet would have killed the hill, which they decided not to keep. Yeah. I just don't know. It's got to be Minute Maid.
0: I, I got nothing else. I can't, I'm fine if we want to go with that. And
4: all right. Uh, okay. Minute Maid Park in Houston for 100 points.
1: All right, and uh, back for the first time. What did you say?
3: Yeah, we were trying to go over uh, stadiums that had short, a short porches in left, because as David mentioned, the Giants' uh, Oracle Park has a short porch, but it's in right field where the Cove is. Yeah. Um, and Pitt, Pitt,
2: Pittsburgh, Pitt, yeah, Pittsburgh's in right, Cle- but Cleveland's in left. Yeah, Boston's in left. And, and well,
3: Boston is 270. So that I yeah. know that the green bar- monster is yeah. not even close to 315. Um, but when, with the other features, we know that they moved the fence in to take away the hill with the flagpoles, um, in center field. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if this was the specific reason, but being from Texas, I'm fairly certain the restaurant that's out behind center field is Plucker's, um, at Minute Maid Park, um, but yeah, that's what we settled on. Minute Maid Park as the answer. We did 100 on that one as well.
1: Yeah, both teams will be receiving their points on this one. And um, yes, you eventually got to it. The uh, the reason the the um, wall was brought in was to get rid of Tell's um, Hill and the actual um, flagpole that was in play there. Um, That was just a little stupid to have. Um, Then they did set up the uh, restaurant there. They set up the um, standing room only seats there. And it's a very strange looking field to go from three fifteen and left to four Oh four in the power alley to only four Oh six in center. It's just a, just a real strange setup that they've got there. So yes, the uh, correct answer was a minute made park.
3: It's like after the Crawford boxes, it juts back like, 30 or 40 feet and the wall extends up like the wall, like the, the yellow line is like 20 feet in the air.
1: Um, while the wall was there, this was the, uh, the, the deepest, um, deep center field, um, wall there was, and now, uh, America has it, um, at about 420 something feet. All right. Well, the game has come to an end and here are the final scores <laughs> with a, Darn res- respectable 900 points back for the first time but with 935 points and today's clipboard captains of the game who are going to be receiving the it's called the Jordan Love award 935 points is pivot pivot pivots amazing game both of you i did say earlier that i thought it was going to play fairly easy but um wow you guys you guys nailed this game tonight Legion um,
3: field God damn so is there anything
1: else <laughs> that you guys would like to say um before we call tonight we'll give it to our guests first
2: um i mean thank you dan for for the, the invitation i know it was uh, um I, uh, I know i i've i've been on been out. On, i forget how many times now if you include the the unofficial visit and the uh and the shared hosting gig that you and I did uh, in the spring, but, uh, but no, just, just thank you for, for, for having me on. And, and you guys are just cranking out some really good episodes recently. Thank you.
1: And, uh, and Byron, anything for you?
3: Uh, no, just always fun to be on. I think this is nine for me. Um, I have 10 coming next week when I have my tournament appearance, um, against, I don't know whom, but, um, yeah, I, I just love hanging out with you guys and answering questions and, you know, killing a couple evenings or killing a couple hours during the evening with you guys. All right. David, Josh, anything? Um, I well David carried me through
0: almost this whole game. So um it uh yeah, well, you know, I Byron Phillip, uh heck of a game. It's hard to win when David answers every question correctly. So uh, I that didn't a, answer hardly any, so uh, that was a perfect game. It, it was. I didn't want to necessarily say it, but it ended up being a perfect game. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Annie, who uh, oh, aside from the all that stuff, which whatever it doesn't matter, um, Byron, Philip, thanks for uh, being listeners, coming on, having a good time with us. Thank you for being Patreon um, supporters. We really appreciate that. You know, helps us defray our, our costs that we have um, for this, uh, silly thing that we do, um, and hopefully bring some entertainment to people every week. So
4: yeah, thanks. Yeah. And I want, I want to, I want to jump in. I'll, I'll echo that, but I'll also thank Dan. Dan, th- I love the Dan games. I love the Dan themed games the the thing that I thought was going to break us to be honest with you is that I think most people have a pretty good handle on their sports fans, pretty good handle on ballparks, but it's hard to keep up with the name changes um because the sponsor changes right and so that just makes it rough had I not driven through Atlanta unless you know three weeks ago I I don't think I would have remembered that one um but anyway great game great questions as always um and uh Byron and, and Philip like you guys put on a show I mean you missed you missed the, the coin flip was a coin flip and you missed one pre and post game other than that this game was tied
1: all right well again thank you everybody for uh for having uh, having you, uh play this game tonight. I uh, I had a fun time writing it. I hope you had a fun time playing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you all for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
2: That ball hit high and
3: deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes.
0: Into deep left center from Mitchell. We'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Bench TP.